Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome back to Delivery for Tony Stank, an MCU podcast. Are you Tony's stank? Now, I must apologise to our um, audio listeners, but that was my the little pop there. was my impression of shooting a, a bow because we're talking about Hawkeye, the Disney Plus series, um, which is now completed, is now finished. Uh, but I've only watched episodes one to three. So what I'm going to be doing is today we're going to chat about um, episodes one to three of uh, of Hawkeye. Uh, this is our part one. And then our part two, we'll, we'll talk about episodes uh, four to six which will bring us through to the end of the hawkeye series um yeah so we'll, we'll kind of get into it i don't want to talk too much about each episode i think we're going to do maximum half hour each episode i don't even think we'll get that much to be honest just talk about like the main beats of the of the stories and uh and then we'll take it from there so we'll, we should get like a, a decent three hours over the two parts um for the for the episode uh, for the episode, sorry for for both parts. So that'd be great. But before we before we continue, uh, congratulations to Snez who won the uh, most recent um, draw from the the Kofi, which you can find at the top here, Kofi slash delivery for Tony Stank. Uh, we will do another draw towards the end of this week. So um, uh, as you all know, we we do a draw at the end of the month, and that is um, on Friday thirty first. Um, I might do a day or two afterwards but uh yeah we'll do another draw and then you could be for as little as two pound per month you can get entered into a draw for a Funko Pop I don't know what the next one's going to be but I think it will be a Shang-Chi one because we've got a few Shang-Chi ones um but yeah a little as two pound a month so yeah that'd be great but let's get into it let's talk about everyone's favorite Avenger Mr. Hawkeye okay so Hawkeye series one episode one um we get it's called never meet your heroes we get a, a really interesting insight into the battle of new york that happened in 2012 um a kind of um point of view that we have never really seen before and that's the you know the, the people on the ground um the people that live in new york city at that time we also see it from our avengers point of view the you know the, the, the flying and fighting in the air and all that things and, and we've never really seen it from from the ground now it it kind of obviously starts off you, you know what's coming it starts off as like uh this young girl listening to her parents um arguing and you know has a chat with her dad and things and and you know things soon descend into chaos um as the avengers uh fight off the Chitauri in in new york city and um in the ensuing chaos obviously this little well we know this little girl's we kind of know this little girl's Kate Bishop, um. So, uh, yeah, you know, is it's kind of wreck of of the the, the is it a penthouse estate in New York? I think it's a penthouse apartment. It's really swanky anyway, um. And yeah, we get to see her watch Hawkeye, you know, dispose of these Chitauri in a really excellent, um, kind of. Uh, avengers style way um you know with hawkeye it's it's a tough one because he's, he's one of the few avengers that are, that are 
just a human. Um, you know, there's obviously him, Black Widow, and that's well, apart from Tony Stark, and uh, you know, but he's got a suit of armor. But Black Widow and and Hawkeye are the two like most grounded um Avengers that we have. So I always thought it would kind of be weird or kind of tough to, um, you know, it, it, to have him as a center point of um of a, a show. But it it does it really well by by making you know showing us what he did during the Battle of New York and and showing the effect that he had on this young girl, um, watching him dispatch of these uh, aliens that were that were destroying uh destroying the city. Um, some pretty cool shots. Some some pretty cool remakes uh and um and uh yeah really uh like i say a really interesting take on a battle that we've already already obviously seen um and we also know the outcome there's a really cool shot of hawkeye jumping off the building and shooting as, as we um arrow up in the air in slow motion as uh, this little girl watches on in, in awe um we find out that this little girl's lost her, her father in that uh in the 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 whole battle and stuff as well and we get this incredible 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 title scene which um we don't actually you know from the first the first three episodes that i've watched we don't actually see it again but it's really really interesting title scene that basically gives us the story of this um of this girl and uh and you know essentially it's her origin story in a title scene and it's brilliant. It's 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 incredible. It's so interesting to watch. You see her being given uh, her, her her bow and arrow. You, you see her, you know, um, the trophy stack up as as she obviously you know uh, gets better as she as she goes on through through life with his her and her her mother. Um, you you see the the fencing side of things the um like karate or martial arts side of things and stuff like that as well that she's uh that she obviously partook in and then that you know brings us into the story so we've got her we've got her origin without having a what like 20 20 30 minute kind of episode just focused fully on 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 her and and how she came to be it's it's all condensed in this 20 seconds 30 seconds uh, and i think it's so effective and, and done incredibly incredibly well then into the present day we get um introduced to uh kate bishop Haley steinfeld who um is obviously an archery expert um and she ends up breaking his bell and, and causing disruption at, at her school uh thing and it takes us into hawkeye at the at the cinema uh watching rogers the musical which is fantastic um i can do this all day fantastic brilliant i just want to see it live i just want to see this broad live and i think you know disney have got to do it they've got to i'm sure they will i'm sure they will uh, and we get introduced to the fact that hawkeye has uh a hearing aid again very interesting taking the character which makes sense with him the fact that he is a human uh who has been through explosions and fights and blah 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 uh and has obviously suffered hearing loss um hearing loss from that which is uh you know again another another incredibly humanizing and um uh i, I take that that we've spoke about how much diversity has, has come into mcu and this is another another part of it um 
And of course, it's something that we'll get into in, in more detail going forward. We're introduced uh, back at uh, Kate Bishop's mum's house to her, her new partner, um, Jack. He is played by the the dude from Better Call Saul who played Nacho in Better Call Saul, I think it was. Uh, a very, a very creepy, villainous, not unsettling kind of dude. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's so slimy, um, which I love. I think he's brilliant in it. I think he's is is a great character to be introduced to. Um, and that brings us into the the party that that Jack and Kate's mum basically force her to go to, where she meets. Um, where she meets this, uh, well, it actually turns out to be Jack's uncle, uh, Armand. Armand. Um, Kate kind of hears her mum and Armand like having a an issue, having a fight, having a, a falling out, and um, this then brings her into the well, the the biggest scene of of the whole uh, of the first episode, which is the black market auction that they have like underneath through the kitchen and uh in the shady depths of this this charity event um now this scene this whole set piece is brilliant so good um so we we get to see um jack and armand having like a back and forth kind of thing as they're as they're um as they are trying to bid on this Ronin sword, um, which obviously we know Ronin as Hawkeye, um, but nobody else really does. Um, and, and, and yeah, Armand ends up, ends up winning it, but the, the auction is then, um, disrupted by this explosion and, and people basically, some guys come in and are, um, looking for an artifact so yes this we get our first taste of um of kate bishop who puts on the ronin suit which was there at the black auction um you get a first taste of her as a as a character and has her her strength and her talents um and she is brilliant <laughs> she manages to take on uh, a lot of them um you know just herself we see you know her using strength intelligence um yeah it, it's a brilliantly done fight scene with again the the lighting i've spoke about, about how much i love natural lighting in in shows and, and fight scenes um it's also a, a, a dark place down there and uh a lot of the lighting is made by like the gunshots uh the sort of the the, the muzzle flash um and uh and, and yes it's so well done kate eventually ends up getting away uh and we are we, we meet the dog we meet um the one-eyed dog, the one-eyed cute dog, uh, who she ends up pretty much adopting, and then, uh, yeah, basically gets entangled with this tracksuit mafia towards the end of the the episode, who are then um, dispatched easily by who we find out to be Hawkeye, and and, and Hawkeye then um, meets Kate Bishop for the first time, so we get a face-to-face -face of uh, of Hawkeye and uh, and our new hero, Kate Bishop, aka lady hawkeye uh, i don't know if that's her name but i'm gonna call it that so thoughts on the first episode of hawkeye i think it's incredible i think it's absolutely brilliant it's one of the best 
first episodes of a Marvel TV show that I've seen, like genuinely, like hands down, it's got everything. It's got the setup with the, uh, you know, the character that we know and love, um, or some of us love, which is Hawkeye. Uh, we get to see more of him. Uh, we get set up with, obviously, our, our new hero, uh, Kate Bishop, and, and um, you know, get, get to know her, as I say, throughout the whole episode. We, we learn about her without being, without it being too heavy-handed. Um, we get, we get kind of uh, hints of our, our villain, or at least some sort of intrigue towards um, who the, the, um, antagonists are going to be in this series uh, and we get a dog as well we get a rescue dog in there as well uh, and if you know me you know I love my rescue dog so um, yeah and of course of course our Rogers musical as well we get some we get a music uh, <laughs> and also uh, Clint's relationship with his family is brilliant it's, it's lovely it's uh, it's really um, real and and heartwarming and of course it's Christmassy stuff as well so uh yeah I, I genuinely think it's one of the best first episodes of any of the Marvel shows we've seen maybe maybe WandaVision was weird Loki was strange as well yeah I think I think it's probably one of the best episodes best first episodes of a of a Marvel TV show that we've seen so far I know it's a big call but that's how much I really enjoyed it right episode two before we go to episode two, I totally forgot about one really important part, and that's that we see um, Armand is murdered, uh, and or yeah, he's been killed, and Ronan or Kate Bishop and Ronan is seen fleeing the fleeing the scene, and is then uh, is then caught by the tracksuit mafia. So, uh, yeah, the episode two kind of takes takes place straight after the end of episode one, and uh, and. Kate and Clint go back to her apartment uh, and are, you know, again attacked by the tracksuit, this tracksuit mob um, who are brilliant, who are so funny. Bro, they talk about bro all the time. <laughs> it's brilliant. They're so, so funny. Um, but also formidable uh, opponents. Um, you know, the, the, they end up burning the apartment to ground and, uh, and, which forces Clint and Kate to have to go to um her aunt who's out of town's uh apartment. Um, you know, while while their while her apartment has been burnt down. Of course, you know, the, the dog gets out as well, so don't worry about the dog. Please don't worry about the dog. Uh and yes, we, we then Clint does some incredible investigative work where he finds out that the uh the someone that was dealing with the fire part of the some of the, the um some of the first responders at the fire were were uh part of a larping club uh who you know because he can't find their he can't find the uh the ronin suit which he went back to try and get from the apartment uh he ends up tracking down this larping club <laughs> which yeah is great <laughs> um so by by again doing investigative stuff, he finds out that that someone in the Larper Society or whatever whatever they're called, the NYC Larper Club, uh, has been wearing their own in suit. So he decides to track them down. Um, this gets us to a phenomenal 
excellent scene. Well, it's after, you know, Kate and, and Clint part ways, but um, he still, she still has his contact details and things like that. And of course, she just, she, you know, abuses it, which is, which is fair enough. That's what you do if you met your favourite Avenger. Um, but then, yes, we get our scene uh, with Clint LARPing with the uh, with the people. I don't know if it's set. I don't think it's in Central Park, but it's obviously at some park in in New York. And uh, yeah, it's great seeing him. Um, <laughs> pop, you know, he ends up putting on the armor and going with a fake sword and taking on everyone as an you know he he should as he should do as a as an Avenger. Um, and it's just <laughs> it's funny seeing everyone taking it so seriously, like. Um, I've I've never been LARPing before, but you know, uh, as much as I know from LARPing is from this and role models. Uh, but it's really funny to see the uh, you know, with with how much ease he manages to to fire through everyone, and you can tell he's enjoying it. You can tell he's like absolutely loving every moment of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's great. And then he meets up with the guy that is wearing the the Ronin costume, uh, and and. Uh, and the the guy who's wearing it, you know, realizes that he's Hawkeye, and and says he'll give him the costume if he lets him beat him in a one to one sort of thing. So, um, yeah, they they do, and and again, it's just it's so funny seeing them all taking the so seriously things, and 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 Hawkeye just kind of messing about as well. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's great, it's great fun, it's fantastic fun. So like we're talking about how um uh you know the, the first episode was was kind of getting us into the the hawkeye kind of swing of things i think this just shows a completely different side to this character where he's not just taking everything so seriously and, and like when he's when he's rolling and and you know he's, he's being so strong-willed and and like heads headstrong and like his purpose that he, he like no matter what no one's getting his way he's not showing any sort of like care or anything towards or he's not showing like outwardly emotion um but you see him do all this with like a smirk on his face i think you can tell that he's just that he's absolutely loving it um i thought it was a fantastic set piece again uh and and yeah let's see another side to, to clint that, that that we've not seen before okay so yes then uh hawkeye gets the ronin um costume suit back from the the dude the the larper association um and we get a kind of a, a cute moment with with when he speaks to linda cardellini his wife um and you know you can tell he's, he's obviously trying to get back uh, he's wanting to get back in time for christmas so that's the the kind of ongoing point that that we want to have is is hawkeye getting back home for his christmas meal back home for his turkey and back home for his uh Yorkshire poods and stuff. Um, we then get a scene with uh with Kate and Jacques, uh, in the apartment. Uh, Kate is um suspicious of Jack because obviously what she saw at the um at the black market stuff and things. Um, and yeah, they have like a fencing a fencing kind of competition y thing where where uh kate almost stabs him in the face and almost kills him um again another another because you know jack is is 
as he says, downplaying his skill. Um, so it's another way to find more about his slimy, um, the fact that he's hiding something um, behind behind that, uh, you know, behind his 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 good guy exte- uh, exterior sort of thing. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a very interesting, uh, it's a very interesting kind of uh, insight into his character. And then he, he gives her he gives Kate one of the the like sweeties from Armand, which you know basically shows that that he knows that she he she knows that he <laughs> that he has something to do with it and obviously he, he you know he's again subtly telling her that he knows that she knows that he knows that she knows that he knows that she knows that he is suspect did that work i think that worked <laughs> apology <laughs> Oh god. Anyway, um Hawkeye then gets taken in by the tracksuit mafia, which is part of his plan. Uh he wants to get taken in so he can uh you know find out you know who who's the, the boss and that kind of thing. Um but they basically want Ronin uh and, and want Kate Bishop. Uh and, and Kate trying to do the right thing follows Hawkeye and, and ends up get herself in a situation where she's uh caught by the tracksuit mafia as well and then we meet um we meet a, another character who is is obviously the head of the tracksuit mafia and is uh is deaf um she is actually uh we we, we kind of see her sign um which is again a very interesting uh foil to the fact that hawkeye is at least deaf in one ear or needs some support for 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 hearing and stuff as well so um yeah it was it was it was again quite interesting to see the diversity that is that is eking into um the mcu so uh, thoughts on episode two again a really interesting uh episode we find out more about the about the characters we kind of get a a look into um into you know the other sort of antagonists that will protect or or uh the other sorts of um not villains but you know people that are that are, that are gonna be the foil to okai and and things um <clears throat> the tracksuit mafia always a blast to see them on screen the larpin is fantastic as well as i say you know larpin you know people i know people take it seriously i know they do fantastic but um it's it's always a good good fun time when you see larp on screen so like as, let's say with role models when they dress up as kiss and stuff that's just it is so funny and then of course hawkeye um being a larper in in this episode was great fun it was fantastic uh and, and uh, probably the perfect follow-on to from episode one um really really enjoyed it so episode three, we get a wee bit of a, a backstory into the uh, the leader of the tracksuit mafia, uh, which is this this deaf uh, girl, and um, we get to see how she grew up. So very similar to Kate Bishop in that um, she had a supportive a supportive father. Or, or I mean, for Kate Bishop, it was kind of more her mother, I suppose. Um, had a supportive father who was obviously part of the tracksuit mafia, um, but you know, uh, she had to deal with being being deaf and, and being different from other people um but never deterred her uh 
um and, and you know did things like the karate or something she's got you know she has a, f- a fake leg as well so um she's so deaf and amputee um is able to was able to fight off um kids bigger than her and um and obviously but this is obviously how she she built her kind of way up um there is a mention now again i've watched episode one to three so i'm assuming there's probably uh gonna be more about this but there's a mention of an uh an uncle um or like a, a, a yeah like a, a a not a father figure but like a yeah an uncle or something. i think i think they say uncle and we see we see this like big suited guy we don't see anything apart from kind of the waist up sort of thing and he reaches out a, a hand and, and touches her uh her face as a as a kid obviously in a loving kind of pinches her cheek in like a loving sort of embrace and, and and sort of chuckles um now again i don't know if it's a spoilers and i kind of but when i when i first saw this um like for me i, I was you know, I'm thinking, is that is that Kingpin? Is that Mr. Kingpin? And will it be Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from, of course, the Daredevil, uh, the Daredevil MCU series? I'm sure we'll find out. But uh, yeah, uh, that would be that would be very very interesting for for um for a Marvel show again. You know, the Netflix. If you're not aware, so the Netflix uh, Marvel shows were. They weren't necessarily canon, but they're not necessarily linked. Yeah, they're not necessarily linked to MCU, but they're like some links and stuff. So they're basically there was an Agents of Shield um show which isn't canon, I believe. I believe it's not canon at all. That was done on I think it was an ABC that that was shown, and then the Netflix ones, kind of. So so Luke Cage, Iron Fist. Daredevil, Punisher, Defenders. Uh they were like the aftermath of New York after like um after your Battle of New York and, and things like that. So it's almost like same universe but not I don't know. I don't I don't know. I genuinely don't know. We'll see what happens basically. Uh but um yeah it'll be very interesting to see if 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 they do if they do link them in because the the only tv shows that are i believe official canon to the mcu are the ones that are on disney plus your loki your hawkeye um your wandavision um maybe what if maybe we can, we'll get into that another time but maybe what if um so yeah it'd be interesting to see what they, what they kind of do with that going forward um i mean i know so like in in luke cage we had mahershala ali as the bad guy in that the i can't remember his name but he's been recast as blade going forward but i mean that's it's not it's not stopping before having a an actor in two um in two roles like they obviously had Gemma chan in guardians was it guardians and of course eternals and things like that so i don't know we'll, we'll kind of see if if that comes into into fruition but yeah so we then see this uh this character maya uh grow up become 
part of the tracksuit mafia obviously her her father is uh and she stumbles upon her her dad dying and 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 the tracksuit mafia getting killed by ronan who was obviously at the height of his um at the height of his emo uh, moody um phase uh and at present day we then get into see hawkeye and kate bishop being caught by the um by the tracksuit mafia there's a there's an interesting part where <clears throat> uh maya talks with uh talks with hawkeye about you know the fact that he has a hearing aid relies too much on technology um and uh yeah it's it's, it's quite an interesting thing because obviously one person one of these people is it, it has no hearing is hard of hearing uh and the other or sorry one one is de- one is purely deaf and one is hard of hearing um as opposed to like kind of fully deaf um so yeah it's, it's really interesting to see these two characters communicate uh but hawkeye gets away there's a there's a really good fight scene again a really interesting one of the one of the really positives about this the show so far one to three um has been the fight scenes and the uh the the the, the kind of um the kineticness is that a word am i trying to be too pretentious here the uh like the movement the characters make and um yeah i i, I really really enjoy this fight scene in this like uh, abandoned toy story sort of place there's then a, a really cool scene with uh when when kate and hawkeye get out and there it's a car chase uh hawkeye can't hear a thing because his hearing aid is broken and um kate's using the arrows different arrows that hawkeye has there's like uh explosion one there's like a a, a a foamy one um and then a really cool part on the bridge with uh a pim uh a pim uh, arrow that uh that both hawkeye and kate work together for um and uh, yeah, Kate shoots uh, shoots the arrow uh, like in a sort of high arc in motion as uh, as as Hawkeye shoots this pim arrow at it, creating a, a gigantic arrow. Um, and as soon as, soon as I saw pim, I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" Uh, gigantic arrow lands right in front and 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 is able to um, stop the tracksuit mafia in there in their um tracks um and of course then clint and 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 kate get away uh there's there's a couple of little um easter eggs towards the hawkeye original comic um suits that he had um where where kate's kind of drawing them down on a, a bit of paper and stuff like that so that was really interesting to see really cool to see and um we of course get to see the dog uh then kate kate and um clint go back to kate's mum's place as they try to find out more about what's um you know what jack's hiding or or, or and things like that there and um and hawkeye gets stopped by jack with Ronan's sword in their um in their apartment. And that is the end of episode three. Yeah. Interesting. So episode three. Um 
again, I, I love the character development in the show. It's really interesting. We, you know, we see um, the montage or the, the sort of Maya's uh, early life, which is obviously going to be a big part, I'm assuming, of the show going forward. Um, and it's so well done. Again, the, the diversity of having a character who uh, is deaf. Um, uh, it's it's really interesting. And, and there's going to be even more, you know, we spoke about it before the MCU and, and how diversity is starting to come into the uh into the movies and into tv shows and it's fantastic to see these different types of people these different walks of life uh all being represented uh, and it's a it's a real um it it, it adds a almost human element to it which i which i really like so uh yeah fight scenes again brilliant good fun and the whole car chase scene with the arrows was just spot on absolutely spot on so Episode three is, is is was was great. Was absolutely fantastic. And the the interaction between Hawkeye and and Kate when they're in the car and he can't hear, uh, <laughs> is is genuine comedy. It's 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 brilliant. It's great fun. It's really interesting. Um, I've been I've loved it so far. One episodes one and three have been brilliant. Have been, um, up there with like, yeah, it's kept me engaged the whole time. It's been interesting characters that we've met been funny it's been um in you know there's been the intrigue behind it there's been characters that uh i, I want i really want to be i want, want to be really hurt like jack um and yeah it's, it's great it's great and Haley steinfeld i just want to say is phenomenal so if you've if you've known about her career she's done lots of different films and tv well Still some TV shows, but mainly films. So, like, even from when she did True Grit, the Coen Brothers uh, remake of True Grit, uh, back in the day, uh, as a kid, she was, like, absolute show-stealer in a, in a in a cast that had, uh, what, uh, Matt Damon, Jeff Bridges, Josh Brolin in it as well. Like, she was incredible in that. Bumblebee, she carried the whole thing. Uh, and this as well, like, as Kate Bishop, she's perfectly cast absolutely perfectly cast and i really can't wait to see four five and six like it's been so tough not watching <laughs> watching four five and six uh because I've, I've i've loved it so much obviously things have kept me going like i went to see spider-man no way home which we will talk about um but yeah i'm, I'm gonna watch four five and six over uh over this christmas kind of period and we'll get part two out very very soon but that is us for the uh, first part of the Hawkeye podcast. Now, it's a little bit shorter, actually, than I, than I kind of thought it would be, which is fine, because I don't want to be sitting going through scene by scene for uh, for this. I think it's I think that would be overkill. Um, it was fine for What If, because it was like a animated, kind of easy digestible sort of thing. This is obviously a more uh, overarching, complete sort of story. Um, so I think I'm going to keep just going with, like, talking about the, the the sort of major beats of of the episodes the overarching story bits and pieces that i picked up and stuff like that as well i think that's going to work better as, as this one so four five and six depending obviously what happens in that it might be a longer episode part two uh but i think it's fine for for part one just now uh so we'll leave it at that and um and we will i'll watch four five six probably a couple of times and uh and we will discuss that 
uh, in the next part. So the next part should be out, as I say, um, early January. And we'll see what it's like. But in the meantime, of course, of course, of course, uh, remember to tweet uh, at wrong side at delivery MCU. Let me know what you thought of uh, of Hawkeye. Um, you can do spoilers if you want. It's fine, absolutely fine. Let me know what you thought of it. Let me know what you're thinking. If you're watching it, great, fantastic. Let me know what your your thoughts are on that. And um, yeah, if you want to talk anything about Marvel, just tweet me at delivery MCU. And of course, remember to um, you know give us a follow subscribe here on youtube if you're watching or on spotify on spotify as well i noticed you can actually rate podcasts so hopefully if you enjoy this podcast give it a five star rating no i did no i did but that's just my own self uh self narcissism but it's all good uh but guys thank you so much for being here i appreciate you and we'll see you in part 